Welcome to the Nourishing Amy podcast. I'm Amy Rankin. I am an emotional intelligence and life coach, a speaker, a creator, and a wellness chaser. I have created this podcast for you to learn habits, mindset changes, and get really actionable takeaways to find out who you are, what lights you up, how you can love yourself again, and how to live your best life. Give yourself the space to welcome in more self-care and confidence, reduce feelings like overwhelm and stress, and let's find your sparkle again. Are you ready? Let's do it. Hello, Ash. How are you going? Hi. <laughs> good morning. How are you? I'm good. I'm so excited to have oh, you on can you today. Hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Fantastic. It was going so great beforehand. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, now, before I jump into this interview, I just want to give everybody a little introduction into who you are. So, everyone, this is Ashley Lawrence. Now, I met Ash probably about a year ago, I think it would be, um, and we Close did a coaching it, yeah. session, and it was amazing, and I loved it, and I feel like we just clicked when we were talking, um, yeah. and I have then been following your, I guess, like journey from there, and everything that you're doing on Instagram, and I just love it, and um, so I guess you can tell us a little bit more about yourself, but one of the things that I really love about you is basically on your Instagram bio, it says, my goal is to be happy and healthy and that you believe in the person that you want to become. And that's why I really wanted to get you on today because I watch so many of your stories and I read so many of your posts and I just think like, oh my gosh, just more people need this vibe in their life, but I also want to know how you cultivate that as well so that other people can start to get some different like tips and things that you do to help you to be working towards that happy and healthy goal that you have and to really believe in the you that you want to become because I think that that can be really difficult in this day and age. Yes, 100%. I think that was my main goal when I did start this whole journey. I didn't want to get down to a goal weight because I've lost weight so many times and gained weight so many times. And every time I was, even at my smallest, I was still so unhappy. Mm -hmm. So I was like, this time, no, we're not going to go for weight. I just, my goal is to be happy and healthy, no matter what size, no matter what weight, that was my ultimate goal. So I think straight away removing that figure, that those numbers on the scale that I had to reach, mm -hmm. removing that immediately, it gave me such a different mindset to the yeah. whole journey. So yeah. that that was the first step for me that just kind of was like, this time's gonna be different. This yeah. is I it's love not gonna that be so about much. Yeah, I was like, I'm not gonna beat my body. I'm not gonna move my body because I hate it. I love my body, yes, I'm not happy with it. Yeah. But in turn I'm going to move it because it's my body and it deserves to be respected. So yeah. it's, it's such a hard thing to completely flip your mindset. It was, and it's still to this day, like I still have bad days. It's mm -hmm. not realistic to have a good day every single day, yeah. but yeah, it's, there's been a lot of things that I've had to realize and be aware of um, throughout the journey that 
that I'm still continuing with that mm. I'm qu- kind of proud of myself. For me, it's not even about, I think I've lost about over 50 kilos now. I don't know the exact number. Yeah. Um, but for me, it's my, my mental state that I'm actually proud of, not how much I've lost. Yes. Yes. And that's what I absolutely love about basically everything that you post and that you talk about is it's really this mental state. And I really love that you touched on removing that goal weight. And I think that that can be really difficult in a society that like we've got numbers on everything, you know, how many likes we're getting on Facebook, how many people follow us on Instagram, like, um, how many friends we've got in real life. There's so many, everything is quantified by a number. And I think that by putting a number on that goal weight that we want to get to, it's just bringing in that comparison and that expectation. And I think for some people that expectation, a lot of the time, it may not be realistic for where they are at in life at the moment. I think there's so many things that come into, um, you know, weight loss, like, stress and sleep routine and so many other things and by putting that number on it it just ends up making us feel crappy and just the genetic side of it as well someone that might be 70 kilos is going to look to completely different to another person that looks is 70 kilos so I think it it really is because I know I, I think my lowest I got down to was when I had previously lost weight, it was about 78 kilos. Now mm-hmm. I did that a really unhealthy way. I was obsessed. I was training twice a day. It wasn't man- maintainable at all. Yeah. And um, when I was at my lowest, I still targeted all the areas of my body that I hated. I was still so unhappy and looked at myself in the mirror and still thought I was so fat. Mm-hmm. And now I think, oh, what am I now? Like 74 kilos. And I, I literally... I have nothing to, yes, I have things to pick on, let's be real, (laughs) but it's about swapping out and instead of telling myself that I hate those parts of my body, I say, okay, what does that do for me? So yes, I'm so self-conscious of like the loose skin on my body, but then I flip my mindset in the the morning when I look at it and I'm like, well, you know what, look how far you've come. And yes, this is my now, but it's not my forever. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just about you're so much more than you look like. And I tell, I literally tell myself this every day. I I'm so much more than I, I look like. It's I'm my kindness that I share with people, my friendship, my relationships that I have with my family. Mm. I'm, there's so much more to your life than what you look like. And I think yeah. that's what we get caught up on a lot. Yeah. And I wanted to ask you about that because I think there's a lot of people that will be listening that think like, you know, okay, yes, the idea of removing the goal weight or, you know, flipping to gratitude and feeling good about your body, the idea of that is good. But what are some things that you do to actually get there to actually change that mindset because I think for a lot of people that can be really tough yeah definitely and it's not something that's easy you just the first thing is to be aware when I was aware of how I was actually thinking and what what image I was portraying for myself it's it was more like as soon as I was awareing aware of how I was bullying myself yeah that's what was able to switch like okay this is something that I need to work on like I can't let 
let my mind bully my body anymore because that's practically what I was doing. I was looking in the mirror and beating myself up. It was like a form of <laughs> neglect or something across myself. So as soon as I was, as I, as I was aware, sorry, yeah. um, that's, that was the first step for me. So yeah. it would have been little things where I just looked at a photo and be, been like, oh, yuck. Yeah. That, that was the first thing. And that was probably the first thing I was aware of what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And the second step was probably just looking in the mirror and just not looking in the mirror with a smile on your face. Mm. I, don't, I, I don't know how to, it sounds so cheesy, but if you're looking in the mirror and you're like, oh gosh, hate it. Yeah. Don't like it. Yeah. I look in the mirror now. Yeah. I look at my stomach. I probably jiggle it a little bit because of the loose skin, but I'm <laughs> smiling. Yeah. I'm dancing in the mirror, being a complete kook, like yes. loving it. But it's something, those small steps that just, one, it starts my day, especially if it's in the morning, but two, mm-hmm. it just shows respect for yourself and it makes you carry yourself in such a more positive way. Yeah. Um, for me, affirmations really, really have helped. Like as much as you feel like a complete idiot when you start talking, to yourself in the mirror and sometimes (laughs) I do them out loud and sometimes I don't it depends what mood I'm in yeah but morning affirmations for me have really really helped so yeah so I hear a lot of people talking about affirmations and I'm sure other people listening would have heard of that you know um they might also be called like mantras as well Mm -hmm. yeah how do you utilize them what are some things that you say and how do you use them to help your mindset yeah, definitely. So my first one would be I look in the in, in the mirror and I tell myself I love myself. Yeah. And as as vain as that might say, but it's more about I love the person that I am. I love the body that you're in and you are so much more than what you look like and every you are everything to do with who you are. Yeah. So for me that's just it takes away all the bullshit that you feel throughout the day when you're sitting on Instagram, you're comparing yourself, yeah. everything like that. You've set yourself up, you're already feeling good about yourself. And a lot of the not a lot of the time, but there are some times that I don't I don't believe the words that I'm saying. But mm-hmm. when you're putting through consistency of saying them every day, it's mm-hmm. like you're mind fucking yourself in a way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like totally. Making making yourself believe that this is how you want to feel. And it at the end of the day, like after a certain amount of times of doing it, that's how you start to feel. Yeah. So, and I think it's just reframing that habit. You know, we've gotten ourselves like I had goosebumps when you were talking about um, you know, looking at yourself in the mirror and really that like bullying that you were doing because I feel like that just it resonates with me so highly and I think other people will really sit with that as well and be like wow how do I talk to myself when I look at myself in the mirror what are the things that I think about myself and to be able to flip that around you know it's just a habit that we've gotten ourselves into to be thinking and saying these negative things or picking out the things that we want to change So by doing these affirmations in the mornings, it's exactly what you said. It's mind fucking. It's changing it around. It's creating a new habit. You don't have to fully wholeheartedly believe in it every day, but if you continue to do it, you're creating it as that habit, right? 
Yeah, definitely. And finding affirmations that are relatable to yourself as well. Because sometimes you can say affirmations and they just don't make sense. Like you don't, you don't want to feel that way really. So why would you be saying it? Like I, I find ones that I'm relating to, like if it's got too much hoo-ha in it, like I'm I'm not going to care about it. Like (laughs) my body is a vessel and it's awesome. (laughs) No, (laughs) it's more... (laughs) it's more straight to the point in terms of I love my body and I love myself and sometimes I'll mix it up depending on how I'm feeling um but it's it's just straightforward and it's how everyone should feel about their body Mm. and men and women do you know how many people how many men we think are so confident and it Mm. turns out they're just as insecure as most women that we see. Yeah, totally. That blows my mind because Mm. I was so naive thinking that, nah, they've got a six pack and they've got massive muscles. Yeah. (laughs) They must feel great. But in turn, they have one cheat day. They're going to the gym for three weeks, smashing themselves twice a day. Mm -hmm. So I think it's, I, I move my body now because, I love it, not yeah. because I hate it. Yeah. I'm, every time I'm moving my body, it's not, I don't go and target one thing at the gym. Well, I do, but, you know, it, because I don't like it. I don't yes. go to the gym being like, I need to lose weight on my arms. I'm going to mm-hmm. smash my arms. Yeah, It's more like, I want my arms to be stronger. Yeah. I want my posture to be better. And that's why I want to, you know, move my body. And mm. I think as soon as you take away the part of the punishment because you ate this or you ate that or you haven't trained yesterday as soon as you take away the punishment it gets a lot easier as well (laughs) yeah definitely I know for me that was a big mindset change um was you know I don't have to exercise just because I've eaten this or you know gone and had a few wines with the girls on the weekend and then Monday comes around and I've got to go and destroy myself at the gym to try and feel better it's like You know, Mm. I want to do those things. I want to enjoy life and I want to be able to enjoy something like going out to dinner with my friends or, you know, having nachos and popcorn on a Sunday night at home and watch a movie and not feel bad Mm. about that. Um, And then wake up on the Monday morning feeling like shit and then like, oh, I've got to go to the gym and work out. It's like I'm moving my body because I get so many more benefits from exercise that far outweigh what my body actually looks like it's like how does what I'm doing for exercise actually make me feel Mm, definitely I think that a lot of people do exercise well certain forms of exercise as well because obviously it gets you the results and stuff but at the end of the day are you enjoying it Mm -hmm. do you enjoy doing that form of exercise so I think for me mine's going for a walk as much as I can handle it because I do have a bulging disc in my back and it's flaring up constantly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but for me, it was like, I felt like I should be doing this, this and this. And at the end of the day, I didn't enjoy it. So when I took out the expectation of, no, this is what I need to do. It's more, well, I don't want to do that. So why, why do I need to? Yeah. It's like removing those tick boxes just because you have to do them and actually getting back yeah. to that question. And I love that question. I come back to that so often with all of my clients and nearly every podcast. What do you want? 
to do? Not what do you have to do or what do you need to do, but what do you actually want to do? And I think we get so disconnected from that question that we kind of forget how to answer that even. We don't actually realize until we start trying out some different things. And it's like, actually, you know what? Maybe I do just like going outside and going for a walk. And maybe that is enough for me today. It's still moving my body. Yeah, definitely. And at the end of the day as well, I, I, when you said I, you, you used to feel guilty after you went out for a couple of wines and, you know, yeah. whatever with your friends, I think at the end of the day, no food is good or bad. Yes. If you want to, at, after, after everything, the, what we have to put it down to is our life is to be lived. Mm-hmm. And what's the point of living the life with a restriction? So if you want to go, like I maybe once a month will go and have espresso martinis and pizza because I have a good time doing that and it brings me joy. Yeah. So why wouldn't I do it? It's not like I'm doing it every single night. Yes, exactly. I think that's the big difference too. It's like, yes, I enjoy doing this. Yes, I can let my hair down and have fun. But I also recognize that if that is something that I went to do every day, then yeah, I probably Mm. would wake up feeling crappy because, you know, that those food choices and drink choices every day aren't going to be beneficial and probably are going to make you feel a bit sluggish. But if you want to go and do that, go and do that if that's what makes you feel good and enjoy it instead of sitting there and being self-conscious the whole time while you're there too. Definitely. And then it just brings it back to the point. I obviously throughout the past, you know, 18 months, um, 14 months, I have really zoomed in onto how I feel when I'm eating food because mm-hmm. I feel like that it was confronting. A lot of the time I was finding that I would, okay, so before I started all of this, I would binge eat and I would mm-hmm. emotionally yeah. And it was a big thing that I didn't even know that I was doing. I would yeah. smash food. I would go to Macca's and I would get a large big Mac meal um, a chicken and cheese burger and a, uh, a six pack of nuggets. And I would sit there, whether it would take me 45 minutes or not, I would sit there and eat the whole thing. And I did not have one thought in my head when I was eating that. Mm -hmm. It was not until after, even after that, I'm like, Oh, I just ate all of that food. Awesome. It's, I wasn't even aware of what I was doing to myself. Yeah. And I would do that multiple times a week, sometimes even multiple times a day because I was so unhappy. Mm. And then when I, I will, so obviously I've had the weight loss surgery for that. That was just a mere tool for me in order for me to step out of my box, realize what I was doing. I realized I was self-sabotaging myself mm-hmm. and yes, losing weight was inevitable. And yes, losing weight is great and it makes you feel amazing. But for me, my main priority was my mental state Mm. and the thoughts and being aware of what I was doing every day was so much more important to me. Yeah. And that's what I wanted to ask as well. I know that there is things that you do regularly that you incorporate in part of your routine. So I know that you've touched on your affirmations in the mornings Mm -hmm. and your mirror work that you do. What are some other routines that you have that you find have really helped you with your mindset and your health? Yeah, definitely. So with Okay. So it comes down to eating as well. So Mm -hmm. with me, I try to prepare most of my food or at least have a plan or have the stuff in at home that I can prepare on the day because 
I'm finding when I'm unprepared and it's the same for absolutely everyone, yeah. you turn to those bad decisions. Yeah. But along the way as well, I've worked out the food is to fuel my body mm-hmm. and not my emotions. Yeah. So at the end of the day, I was thinking, well, I want to eat food that's going to make me feel good. And more Macca's doesn't make me feel good anymore. <laughs> it makes me feel sick. Yeah. So I wanted to fuel my body with food that was going to give me nutrition. It was going to give me energy. And I would start to look into foods that would have the most nutritional value and enough protein for me to obviously have enough, whatever that means. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think I swapped my mindset in turn when I even do eat out, out now, a lot of the time I'm going, I hate to say it, but like healthier option. Mm -hmm. So as much as I don't like putting the labels on the food, but yeah, that's my mindset has changed. So when you find appreciation for the food that makes you feel good, you're more likely to go for that every other time. Yeah. Um, so that's what I do. I have my, I have my plan like every week I'm like, okay, what do, what do I want to eat this week? And I try to make it tasty. I like, I'm not going to just do chicken and broccoli because that who, who wants to live on that? It's boring. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, it's simple. Like I, I do really simple meals, Yeah. but I make sure they're going to fuel my body. And I think being prepared was the best thing for me. Um, mm-hmm. I'm lucky in the way that I do get mornings off. So I normally can go home make my breakfast and then prep my lunch and dinner for work. So yeah that works well. Um, but just having the routine of getting up, feeling good, knowing that you want to put good things into your body mm-hmm. and move your body because you, you know, you want to set yourself up for the day and you want to feel good. So I don't know. Do you have any questions in relation to it? So I can answer it. more directly. No, I no, I totally get that. And I was actually going to say, um, that was one of the biggest mindset changes for me as well. When I was, um, going through a whole heap of stuff a few years ago was, um, because I was so stressed and unwell and really couldn't eat a lot at the time, the biggest mindset change for me in those moments was, okay, well, if I am only going to be eating very small meals a day, if anything, how can I make this the most nourishing meal possible? So even if it was like a smoothie for breakfast, it was like, okay, well, it's going to have banana, it's going to have protein powder, it's got chia seeds and hemp seeds and peanut butter and, you know, a lot of different things that help to give me the nutrients that my body needs. And I think that mindset change was massive to look at how can I fuel my body and how can I nourish my body? Hence why my whole brand is Nourishing Amy um, is where that whole entire name came from because it's not just our, our body that needs nourishing it's our mind as well and we can when we can start to change our mindset and I think um I like that you touched on being prepared as well because you know that's me too if I'm not prepared then I am reaching for those like easier options but I know that they don't nourish me as well as what they could and I know that I'm not going to have the energy that I would like to have for the rest of the day as well Fast, you spend triple the price. Oh, totally. How crazy is it buying healthy food that's already prepared when it literally takes you 10 minutes to prepare yeah. yourself? It I know, you've my got like a, a little salad bowl and it's like $8 and you're like, what? Oh, I, I will never buy salad bowls from that those kind of fuel, what are they called? Fuel places. I yeah. can't do it. 
Yeah. Because they give you all lettuce. I'm like, man, I want the protein. Like, I, <laughs> I want the cheese as well. Like, yes. dock it up. Yes. Get rid of the lettuce. And I'm paying $9 for lettuce. I'm like, oh, this is a joke. Yeah. Can't deal. <laughs> right. Um, now, I know that I can imagine you would get bombarded with inboxes and questions over on your Instagram. So, for anyone that doesn't follow you, first of all, what is your Instagram handle so they can come and follow you? I feel like I have to say it the way it's it should be read as well. I'm like, I oh, love God, it so much. Did. Yes, <laughs> I love it. So Ash has a really great Instagram. Go over and um, follow her. I will be linking in the Facebook group as well. I will give all of your um, like links and I'll put it in the show notes for anyone that's listening on like Spotify or Apple and all of that kind of stuff so they can click through for you. Um, but... What are some of your most popular questions that you get asked? Because I can imagine there would be a lot. Um, I've actually got a few sitting in my requests at the moment. I try to do one a day because I'm spending too much time on my phone. Yeah. Um, a lot of them are similar women that are about to get weight loss surgery or they've got um, struggles with weight loss as well. And they they merely start to say you're an inspiration, which mm. for me is a little bit of a trigger word, but like <laughs> I, I thank them and I appreciate them so much for being so kind. Yeah. Um, but it's majority of, you know, how did this get started? Um, you know, what was the surgery like? How was the recovery time? Um, what do you eat? How often do you train? Yeah. So with those, it comes down to, I try to make my weeks consistent, but sometimes I'll go a week without going to the gym and sometimes I'll go five or six times. It just depends on, you know, where I'm at at that time. But, yeah. you know, I try to move my body every second day, depending on my back. Yeah. So that's movement side of things. I'll, I'll go to the gym or I'll go for a walk. I was trying Pilates, but wasn't working for me at that time. Mm -hmm. Um, Food wise, I tell them I keep it simple. Put a little bit of carbs, put your protein and your vegetables or your salad. Yeah. Um, I have like a little food highlight, but I just keep it so simple. Like the last week I've been having, what have I been having? Brown rice tuna, mm -hmm. um, corn and avocado with a little bit of the Japanese mayo. Yeah. So love delicious. It. Love it. Would love recommend. It. And so... <laughs> I think as well, I answer a lot of questions about the surgery. So if anyone doesn't know what weight loss surgery is, it's, well, how do I summarize this? It's such a big topic. <laughs> um, weight loss surgery practically is removing, <clears throat> sorry, 70%, 80 to 70% of your stomach permanently. Mm -hmm. Now, yes, your stomach can grow back out. They remove part of the hunger hormone, which is in your stomach that does regenerate after mm -hmm. time as well. Um, and your restriction is dramatic. Yeah. I'm talking like in the first week, you can probably manage three mouthfuls of food in yeah, a sitting. Wow. So it is full on. Obviously, each week and each month, it gets easier and easier. I'm still not at a full um, restriction. I'm still restricted in some form of a way but I'm finding that I can get a lot more protein in mm -hmm. I can get like a, a little bit more carbs I kind of avoided carbs for a while mm -hmm. um just because they would sit so heavy in my stomach and 
I, I couldn't, I would, I thought, well, you know, I'd rather have that room for protein and vegetables rather than carbohydrates. Mm. So it, it's a real trial and error. And I always say to people, it doesn't have to be perfect. You don't have to be perfect straight away. The the weight loss surgery, it's a tool. It's not a fix. Yes. And just because you went on an anesthetic and you woke up and you've got your stomach removed, it doesn't fix the mental side of things. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what so many people don't understand. They see it as the easy fix or the the easy way out when it's not like I've done so much mental work work and I've still done the things that any person would do regardless mm-hmm. of that surgery yeah. so for me that was merely a tool for me to become aware of how I was treating myself and the thoughts and actions that I I was doing in my life so yeah yeah that's amazing yeah. I really like that you touched on that um it is just a tool it's not the be all and end all it's not like you're going to wake up and magically you know be feeling amazing and making all these fantastic choices and you know that the the weight is just going to be magically falling off because if you're still falling into those habits that you had previously then you know nothing changes if nothing changes exactly like the to be honest the weight the weight loss is inevitable regardless you're restricting your calories so much Mm -hmm. that it's inevitable that you're going to lose weight Mm. um for me it was more about I wanted to fix the habits that I had created the emotional Mm. eating the binge eating while I had this restriction so I know when my restriction is not like this anymore I'm not going to regain I'm making these changes for life this was not I had lost weight so many times that I'm like, this is the last time I want to lose weight. I yeah. want to be balanced. I want to just enjoy my body for what it is, but I don't want to have to be feeling guilty for the decisions I'm making during a vulnerable state. So I found, okay, well, if I fix, if I'm aware of why I'm emotionally eating, if I fix the binge eating, obviously the sleeve does that anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, that that for me is going to help me through that throughout the rest of my life. So I'm not going to regain back to the original state because if I continued with those bad habits, I would have just put back on the 50 kilos I lost in time. Yeah. So. Yeah, totally. One of my favorite quotes that I'm sure a lot of us have seen on Instagram, but it's that one that says something like just because you've been smashing yourself at the gym and you might look good when you see your reflection in the mirror doesn't mean that you're going to feel good on the inside. And I think that really touches on a lot of the things that you've been mentioning where it is that mental side of things. Just because you might look a certain way or just because you're smashing yourself at the gym and that's what you feel like you have to be doing, that doesn't mean that you're going to be actually feeling good on the inside because it is that mental work that ties hand in hand with all of this stuff. Yeah, definitely. And I think for me, the main thing, you are so in control of how you're thinking and feeling. Mm -hmm. And I think we, Instagram for one, you go on there and you look at photos that is like the 1% of hotness people in -hmm. in the world. Yeah. (laughs) And then we compare ourselves. But in turn, you have every ability to unfollow that person. That is your account. You yeah. can choose who you follow that makes you feel good. Yeah. And I, I think that's the biggest thing for me. I'm 
that's yeah let's put that in my in my actual um my routine because it's daily that I'm going in and I'm following people that don't make me feel good which is horrible to certain people but in in turn if you're not gaining something from following something if they're Mm -hmm. not making you feel feel good or if you don't like their content then you have to do what's right by you and Mm -hmm. putting yourself as a priority to feel good yeah if they may if they're making you feel bad if you're feeling bad about yourself when you're looking through and scrolling through and i was talking about this actually in my last episode even like um when we're following things like online clothing stores you know we mm. might be looking at the models in the outfits and thinking like oh she looks so much better in that outfit than what i would or she's skinnier than me or whatever it's like you guys, we don't have to follow online stores just to buy their clothes. Like we can just go to their website and buy their clothes. We don't have to be bombarding ourselves with this information all the time. And subconsciously, like we don't even realize that we're thinking these things sometimes. Exactly right. And it's so good to be aware because as soon as you're aware, you can action it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Unfollow. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Like for me. Oh yeah, go. Oh, I was just going to say, I have a question for you. Um, I know we didn't talk about this, but it was something that I was thinking, I can't remember what it was that you said before, but mm-hmm. something that I really, really love about following you is that you are silly and fun. And <laughs> I want to know <laughs> how you cultivate that because sometimes when I'm watching your stuff, I think, oh my God, it's been so long since I've just been a dickhead. Like it's been so long since I've just felt that like crazy silliness. And I really love that. It's like, you just don't take yourself too seriously. And if I pick that up in myself and I notice like, I'll catch myself out and be like, Hey, Amy, like, you know, life doesn't have to be so serious. How do you bring that into your life? I just love having fun and most of the time it's at my own expense like I laugh at myself constantly yeah like all my friends they don't laugh with me they laugh at me because (laughs) I'm just such an idiot um and I've always got moments where they're like are you kidding like I I don't know whether you saw the other day um so we have a group chat with my like all my best girlfriends oh my god yes this is the best story ever you guys (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we just share the most stupidest things like I remember I tried on this back in bridge dress and mm-hmm. it was like it had like slits under the boobs and I put oh, it on yeah. and my like my boobs fell out the slits <laughs> <laughs> I remember just sending it to the girls saying is this how you wear it <laughs> so it's just hilarious stuff like that all the time and the other day I'm having a great time dancing in my shower cap just before I'm about <laughs> to take a shower and I'm like, I'm so open. Like I'm an open book. It's a joke. Yeah. But um, I, I like filmed it and I sent it to the girls. Like I, I'm talking about like the worst dance moves you've ever seen. Like I don't <laughs> know what I was doing. I was like swinging my arms around like, oh gosh. Anyway, so I sent it to the girls and then I get a reply from this guy saying, ha, 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 ha. It's too good. And I was like, oh my God. God, I sent it to the wrong person and I immediately died inside. But you know what? That I was like, you know what? I do this multiple times a month. Like there's so many times that I've accidentally sent the wrong message and it's all in, it's just 
really taking the piss out of myself because it's always <laughs> stuff that I'm like, that was intended for the girls, sorry. But <laughs> it was so embarrassing. And I'm just like, of course. And you know what? I came down to the point, well, that is literally me in a nutshell. Like that video was me in a nutshell. Yeah. So <laughs> you didn't enjoy that and you didn't find that funny and laughed at me and I don't want you around me <laughs> yes yes oh my gosh I was actually like laughing out loud when I was watching that video um last week on your stories and I actually did I thought to myself this is just so you like this is just something that I can see you doing and dancing around in your shower cap about to jump in the shower but then <laughs> that you laughed at yourself because I can imagine there'd be so many people out there that would be so mortified and so embarrassed and be really like stewing on something like that. And that's something. And one of the reasons again, why I really love following you because it does help to change my mindset and it helps me to not take myself so seriously. And like you said, take the piss and just have fun because I think that there's so many things in life that are serious or that feel serious and there's, you know, so many things going on for so many of us that it's really nice and refreshing to just be seeing you having fun and being silly and wanting to bring that out in myself and I'm sure a lot of your other followers as well. Yeah. And I think as well in the past year, I've gained the confidence to be my real self, like yeah. the real idiot that I am, the one that everyone can laugh at because my life is so unfortunate sometimes <laughs> with the stuff that I do. But I, I've really gotten the confidence to just do what I want, not have to think about everything you say or everything you do. Just mm -hmm. act because that's what naturally is going to come out or that's what you're naturally going to say. Obviously, there's a time and place for things, but <laughs> I think at the end of the day, you just have to be happy with who you are and just, yeah, I, I just love making a, a joke of myself, to be yes. honest. <laughs> you know what? I don't know whether it's a coping mechanism or, <laughs> oh, no. it's just at the end of the day, I just love being the one that, whether they're laughing at me or with me, I can put a smile on someone else's face and yeah. normally it's my own, but still. <laughs> It's, yeah. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just fun to be an idiot, to be honest. Yes, it's <laughs> so, so good. <laughs> so good. I love it so much. Um, wow. I feel like there's a lot of stuff that we've touched on. So I know that you were mentioning your affirmations is something that you really make that you do religiously. So you're doing them every day, mm -hmm. things like nourishing your body, um, making healthy food choices, asking yourself what you want. So whether that's regarding food and nutrition, whether that's regarding moving your body um, mm -hmm. and just bringing that joy, bringing that fun and really changing the mindset from the comparison and the expectations of like, I should look this way and I should be doing these things to, yeah, what do I want and what can I be grateful for? How can I show appreciation for myself and my body? And I think all yeah. of these things are just so important and so useful for other people to be able to be utilizing as tools in their lives as well. And I think, yeah, the, the first thing I would recommend to anyone is just be aware, mm -hmm. take actual notice of how you're speaking to yourself. And mm -hmm. then that's where you can make the change because that was, I was blind. I, I didn't even know what I was doing to, to myself until I did. Yeah. And that's what really helped me. And 
I always say, treat, talk to yourself the way you would to your best friend. Mm -hmm. Because no way in the world would I look at my friend and be like, oh, look at your stomach. Yeah. Hate that. Hate that. Mm -hmm. No way. How much do we like support our friends and say, girl, you look so great. Like talk to yourself like that. Yeah, Whether you so see that in the mirror or not, that's up to you. But <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it's so true. I know I caught up with a few of my girlfriends the other week and I was like, oh my God, you look amazing. Like, you know, all these things like your hair's beautiful and this and that. And, you know, so many compliments flying around, but where's the compliments for ourselves? Exactly. Mm. Yeah. It, it's sad as well. Like when we're, we're, you think about how much time we've wasted talking so ill about ourselves that Mm. it's like, why would you want to do that any longer? Life is to be lived. And what's the point of bullying yourself? It's just not. Yes. I think my biggest takeaway is that idea of bullying yourself that you mentioned um, like at the start and just now as well. I've, I don't think I've really looked at it from that perspective before, but it's so true. And when you put it like that, that really hits home for me. I'm like, wow, that is what we're doing. That's what I am doing at times. And it's not right. If you wouldn't bully somebody else, why do you bully yourself? Yeah. Show the kindness to yourself is that you would to others 100%. Yeah. I love that so much. Um, Now, Ash, before we wrap up, if you can just let us know again where we can come and follow you so we can give you a follow. We can get all of your goodness in our Instagram stories and feeds. You're making it sound like I've got these 20K followers. I've got like 3,000. No, I love it. I love it. I love it. (laughs) Like and subscribe, guys. Follow my channel. Um, No, seriously. It's just... um, you can search Ashley Lawrence or you can put new bod underscore who this. Yeah. I'm sure Amy will link it. It's fine. But 100%, I'm just all, I have that page and it's like empowering to post the half nude photos of me and my Mm -hmm. underwear. It's, 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 I don't post it for anyone else but myself. Mm -hmm. And it's so funny. I would never put anything on my private, even though a lot of people from my private Instagram follow that one. But it's empowering just it's like releasing the the shame that you have Mm -hmm. for your body it's it's really I I really recommend if anyone's going to go through a journey take so many photos Mm -hmm. um it because it shows your progress for yourself no one else Mm -hmm. and 100% if anyone has a question or if anyone wants to laugh at me being an idiot (laughs) um, I just yeah, I'm, I'm 100%. Like for me, the most humbling thing is when people reach out and I just love that, whether it's one person or 50, I, I love that I can help someone else. And that's, that's my mantra. Love yes. helping people. Yes, <laughs> I love it. Okay, Ash, thank you so much. I am going to hit stop on our recording now and I will talk to you in a second. Thank Amazing. you. Have a great day. <laughs> Bye. Bye. If you liked this episode, I would love for you to screenshot and tag me on Instagram. You guys have no idea how much that absolutely makes my day. I get such a big smile on my face. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. And I hope that you have gotten something from this episode. If you want to hang out more, you can search the Nourishing Amy podcast community in Facebook and come and join our group. We're talking all things life, love, overwhelm and everything in between. You can share your funny memes, your stories, and all of the life stuff. 
If you would like to get in contact with me, please don't hesitate to reach out and shoot me a message on Instagram. You can find me at amy underscore Rankin. Last but not least, it really helps to support my podcast when you subscribe and leave a review on whatever app it is that you listen to this podcast on. I am just a little independent podcaster and every subscribe and review helps my podcast to be seen and heard by more people and to help more people get their sparkle back. Thank you again so much for being with me and have a fantastic day.